at Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Hey, Skull King Nation, you've heard us talk a lot lately about StatRoute.com. I have not seen another stat service come close to what they provide. It's the stat service that we here at Skull King use for all of our articles and our podcasts. Right now, you can get a free trial by going to StatRoute.com for a couple days to get used to how to work with their search filters. Once your free trial is over, you can use the promo code SKULKINGFF to get 25% off your subscription for the rest of the 2018 NFL season. So sign up today and get the fantasy stats that you need to rule your league. Again, go to StatRoute.com, that's S-T-A-T-R-O-U-T-E.com, and use the promo code SKULKINGFF, that's SKULKINGFF, to get 25% off your 2018 NFL subscription. Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Vox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skullrude. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrude. I got my brother Justin with me. Justin, go ahead and say hi. Hello, everybody. And we've got uh, a fun little show for you tonight. This is, you know, usually one of our most paid attention to shows. Uh, the going uh, along with the waiver wire, figuring out who you need to pick up for your fantasy teams this week, so that you can pull out another victory. Got to fix those teams. Yeah. <laughs> In some cases, yes. Some some teams need a little more fixing than others. Um, so real quick, before we, uh, before we get too far into it, we want to remind you guys to go ahead and hit that subscribe button no matter what platform you are listening to us on, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher, Google Play, whatever it is. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can constantly be getting our updates. We do about three to four shows a week. And we've started compressing the shows a little bit, making them a little bit shorter. Um, some of them we actually have split into multiple sections of the podcast to make it so that you only have to listen to what you want to listen to so um all that being said again make sure you hit subscribe and you could possibly win a hundred bucks if you want to find out more about that you can go to our social media pages on facebook instagram anything like that so here we go let's get into today's headlines today's headlines Starting off, uh, Dolphins wide receiver Kenny still suffered a groin strain toward the end of the game uh, on Sunday. He's betting, or he's getting an MRI today, which would be Monday. No word yet on his availability, but that would be an incredibly fast turnaround for him to be available to play. Devontae Parker could get his chance after all. Will he catch something other than shade from Adam Gase? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, sources say that Patriots' Sonny Michelle's knee injury is not considered serious following his MRI that he had. His timetable isn't clear, but it's pretty good news for their impressive rookie runner. He still could miss some time, but if he does, they don't think it'll be very much. I would say maybe two, maybe three weeks at this point. Yeah. Um, more on, There's going to be a lot of Dolphins news on here because there's a lot going on 
especially yeah. in that wide receiver core. Dolphins wide receivers caught a case of the Packers at this point. <laughs> uh, Dolphins wide receiver Albert Wilson, who is quietly, quietly having a top 24 wide receiver season in PPR. Uh, one of their top signings in the free agency. Huh? Only because he throws touchdowns. <laughs> we'll visit a hip specialist to get a timeline on the labrum issue in his hip uh, that was termed significant. Um, he will definitely be out this Thursday night against Houston and beyond, but the prognosis for the season is not clear. The rumors that I have seen is that it is most likely going to be season-ending for him. Yeah, it wasn't how he grabbed his leg as soon as he came up off uh, off that play um, led me to believe that it was significant enough to end his season. We, we've seen enough. I mean, it, I feel like we talk about this every year that this is the year of blown knees and more injuries than we've ever seen before. No, I think it's the same every year. It's just we get to this point and we forget that this is as brutal of a sport as it is, and there's a ton of guys that go out. Yeah. Uh, following tests uh, on Monday, Texas wide receiver Kiki Kuti's hamstring injury is not considered a serious one. Uh, he told reporters he's probably out Thursday versus the Dolphins, but it may not be out much more than that. So, Q Will Fuller to be good for one game. One game. Um, uh, NFL Network's Mike Giardi uh, uh, reports that Rob Gronkowski should be ready for Monday's game against the Bills. Um, I am a little, really quickly, I am a little concerned about Gronkowski's back injury. His back injury is what has kept him out for extended periods of time before. And with how quickly he was removed from the active roster. He didn't even travel with the team. Uh, if you're a Rob Gronkowski owner, you have to have some backup. I don't care who it is, but you've got to have someone who Sunday morning or 30 minutes before the game be like, oh, crap, i got to switch it out. Yep. Um, let's see. Oh, ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that Sonny Michelle has avoided structural damage as considered week to week. His knee, so that's good. Hopefully, he gets to uh, be out. I can move him to my IR spot and pick up Seattle's defense without dropping my current defense. All right. So the next four, four of the next five, actually, <laughs> we'll say the next four are all about the Dolphins again. Dolphins coach Adam Gase on Devonte Parker. We don't have any more receivers, so I'm pretty sure he's going to play. Someone asked, play well. Yeah, I've seen him do that before. Yeah, this is the shade I'm talking about. Um, I have a little bit of shade to throw to Adam Gase. You, you can't tell me that Danny Amendola is one of your best receivers. Uh, Parker is a bigger body on the outside. The only reason he wasn't a significant impact last year is because you had the smoking Jay Cutler as your quarterback for almost the entire season. So... Yes, he's struggled this offseason. He's had a little bit of a, a hand issue. I think this is more they're trying to ship him out or, or there's some sort of internal, continual internal problem between Gase and Parker. If you, if you read the, the tweet by his agent, I think there's a lot of beef between the two. And I think Parker's just waiting to get out. Hopefully he can prove his viability uh, in this next game. I think Parker's a head case, personally. So, moving on. Uh, Kenny Stills is officially out this week. 
And there's a high probability, this is where I saw that Albert Wilson is going on IR, and both of those are from, both those nuggets are from head coach Adam Gase himself. So, yeah. Um, Ryan Tanhill is out again Thursday night against Houston, and Dolphins QB Brock Osweiler will start against his former team. Revenge game. Question is this Will Brocktober move to Brock Vember? <laughs> we'll see. Um, and we're not going into kicker news. No. Uh, Bills coach Sean McDermott announces that Derek Anderson will start again with Josh Allen out again. So I hope you have the New England defense because it will be amazing to see what New England's defense can do to him after the Colts went off on Derek Anderson. So yeah, it's sad for the Bills right now because Peterman all of a sudden looks like an okay option after Derek Anderson throws three picks. Um, to the Colts of all teams? The Colts, yes. Uh, statement from Jaguars head coach Doug Marone. I spoke to both quarterbacks this afternoon, being uh, Blake Bortles and Cody Kessler, and told them that Blake will be our, starting, our team's starting quarterback. I believe this gives us the best opportunity to win. We all knew this. If you watched Blake Bortles play this last week, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Listen. We know that Blake Bortles gives them the best shot of those two to win. But it doesn't get much better than that. So, moving on. I don't know. Kessler looked good on his first drive, moving the ball down and getting a touchdown. Moving on. <laughs> Steel L, here we go. Uh, Le'Veon Bell watch. We should have a bit title just for any Le'Veon Bell news, even if it's only going to last another week. Yeah. I think it's going to wait in the season to start that. Steelers RB Le'Veon Bell is not reporting to the team this week. Sources tell a colleague, uh, Jim Trotter, NFL. Uh, tune in after the trade deadline. So about 4.01 p.m. on Tuesday is when they're expecting him to walk in the door. Uh, my money is still on... Well, at that point, he can't be traded, so he I guess. But my, my money... Uh, at the beginning of the season, was that he would not show up until week 10. So I'm going to hold Pat on week 10, the last possible second that he can show up, still get paid, and still continue to move on. All right. Uh, the Raiders placed uh, Marshawn Lynch on injured reserve. Um, kind of interesting that his career ended against the Seattle Seahawks. On foreign soil. <laughs> so yeah, since he was the one that was traveling all around the world. Uh, and then uh, it looks like it's been official. The Dallas Cowboys have traded a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. Get ready to see the uh, black and silver a lot on day one of the trade. Or uh, on day one, one of the draft. draft. Yeah, them and the Browns. I, the, uh, now the, um, the Raiders have three first-round picks this year or going into next year's draft. Uh, I want to say the... Browns have, I want to say they have another two also. In the first round? In the first round. I know that they have four additional picks outside of their original seven. Yeah. So, all right. That's it for the, okay, quick question. Does going to Dallas make Amari Cooper fantasy relevant? Is Dak Prescott still the quarterback? Yes. No. <laughs> I, I agree with you. <laughs> All Wait, right. Coaching staff still the same in Dallas. Yes. 
Yeah, no, the no. His, his drop sees still ain't going to do anything in a star uniform. All right, so that is it for the headlines. Uh, we are now going to move into our Waiver Wire Madness. Waiver Wire Madness. All right, so for the waiver wire, we're going to try to fly through these again. We're trying to keep these uh, these episodes a little more compressed for you guys. So before we get started real quick, we just want to remind you that uh, um, most of the stats that we get for this, uh, for this, not only this episode and this podcast, but for all of our articles is from StatRoute, StatRoute.com. Um, I've kind of been teaching. I've been the one, honestly, who's spent the most time on it. Uh, teaching Justin a little more about how to how to work with it. Justin, what are your just a quick thought on what your your thoughts are for for using StatRoute? Uh, one of the things I'll say is it is incredibly detailed. Uh, it's a great way to get into the nitty gritty. Look back ten years. Uh, look back specifically only against certain teams. So you can take a look like what we were doing just before the show is we were taking a look at Andrew Luck over the last five years specifically against the Oakland Raiders. That's two games, six touchdowns. Andrew Luck's going to be a phenomenal start this week. Uh, and that was against better Oakland teams. So, um, yeah, it, it's a great way to get very detailed, get the precise stat that you need to justify starting or sitting a specific player. And so you guys can go to statroute.com and you can get uh, 25% off your subscription for the rest of the uh, football season this year by using the promo code SkullKingFF. That's SkullKingFF, 25% off, which I think makes it like $7.50 a month, which is yes. stupid ridiculous that that is all you're paying for the type of stats research you're getting. At that point... Uh it is a steal at that point, especially I know we're getting later into the season. A lot of you guys have established teams, but as we get closer to the playoffs, the trading deadline in your fantasy leagues are coming up. Go get those players who are going to have great matchups against Bills, Jets, Kansas City. Well, Kansas City's playing a little bit better on defense, but you want to get those, those quality matchups uh, against horrible defenses in those 14, 15, 16 weeks, potentially week 17, depending on how your league's structured. But you want to have better matchups, and this is when you start wheeling a deal and for the playoffs. All right. Well, uh, why don't we go ahead and get into the waiver wire madness real quick. Uh, Justin, why don't you start it off and hit us up with the, the quarterbacks? So this week, uh, I fudged a little bit. Typically, we, we have a hard line at – 49.9% and below owned in ESPN leagues. Um, this week, quarterbacks on by Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Marcus Mariota, and Dak Prescott. You're really only concerned about replacing, say, a Philip Rivers or a Matt Ryan. I like to only carry one quarterback. Um, I have a lot of stock in Philip Rivers, so I've been prepping for this week uh, for quite a few weeks to seeing who's, who's going to be available. I'm glad that Baker Mayfield is widely available, but starting off at number one, uh, owned in 51% of leagues, so that's where I, I kind of fibbed it a little bit. Mitch Trubisky is averaging 40.6 fantasy points as a quarterback over the last three weeks, throwing over 300 or three games. He did have a bye week, but he's thrown over 300 yards in each of those games with a combined 11 touchdowns and three turnovers. He gets the Jets this week, who after a hot start – have really cooled off the last couple of weeks, giving up five passing touchdowns 
and 542 yards in the air in the last two games. And it could have been a lot worse, but Minnesota was up by a lot and then used Latavius Murray to really push the game over the edge. They could have continued to throw to Thielen and Diggs, who had phenomenal games. Uh, But the Jets do not scare you right now as a defense. Um, Trubisky is slowly proving me wrong, slowly, uh, about him. Uh, But until he performs against a real defense, he is still matchup dependent and a streamable flyer at quarterback. Remember, the three games that he's played have been – that he's played phenomenal have all been against bad defenses. Once he plays against better defenses, I think he's a great start this week, but we'll see if the rubber hits the road later in the season. Uh, my other quarterback, Baker Mayfield, currently owned in 40% uh, of ESPN leagues. Uh, we've been talking about Baker for a couple of weeks now um, as he's the best quarterback not widely owned <laughs> in fantasy football. I'll, I'll give him that title, I guess. He can be the best at not – he can be the best quarterback owned in less than 50% of leagues. Uh, and I think he'll continue to sit there as a streamable option. Um, yes, I still love his next three weeks against the Steelers, Chiefs, and Falcons. Um, had a little bit of a poor showing this last week, in my opinion, against the Bucks. Uh, but I expect I expected a lot more out of him. Uh, I'm chalking this up to uh, – uh, I'm blaming Mike Smith for this game that Baker Mayfield had because typically when – when a team is doing horrible and they fire a coach, the new guy comes in, galvanizes the team, and gets a good one- to two-week stretch coming back, similar to uh, how Jim Bob Cooter, who is still the best name in all of professional sports, um, <laughs> elevated was elevated the offensive coordinator in 2015. Um, the Lions were horrible. He comes in, and then they were a top-five offense for like the next three or four weeks. Um, all in all, you won't find a better quarterback eight matchup on the waiver wire than Baker Mayfield against the Steelers defense. You just won't find it. And so, and so moving on to the running backs, notable running backs on by Melvin Gordon, Tevin Coleman, Deion Lewis, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, right now, uh, I've flipped a little bit on this one again. Flipped, flubbed, 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 yeah. I smidged over the line. 53% owned in ESPN leagues. Marlon Mack had a great game this last week uh, as he returns to the Colts, uh, and his return brings a more balanced presence to the offense. They can now run the ball because they have a quality running back. Um, He does have the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, which is going to continue to limit Naheem Hines moving forward. Mack gets a great matchup this week against the fire sale that is the Oakland Raiders. So I'm not concerned about Marlon Mack this week. He is an instant. He should be the number one running back on waiver priority right now. I would I would spend my waiver wire priority on him if I was high and you have a rotational system. Um, I'd spend quality fab to get a solid running back moving forward because he's going to be the guy at uh, Indianapolis. Uh, then uh, number two, I have Jalen Richard. Currently owned in 17% of ESPN leagues, uh, with Marshawn officially going to the IR, potentially career-ending uh, injury. Um, there's there's really a choice between Doug Martin, uh, who I'm going to call the Grinch, or Jalen Richard, 
Um, and I'm calling Doug Martin the Grinch uh, because in true holiday fashion, uh, as the song goes, I wouldn't touch him uh, with a 49 and a half foot pole. Uh, I personally wouldn't go. 39, anywhere. 39 and a half. 39 and a half. Still way too far away for me to even go anywhere near him. Um, but Doug Martin uh, couldn't beat out an aging Marshawn Lynch. Um, and you expect him to be productive or, or to be able to produce uh, running back two or one or even three numbers is a little ridiculous for me. You've already seen proof that Jalen Richard uh, can be effective in the passing game Four double-digit games already this season in PPR leagues. Uh, the offense is bad. They just shipped Amari Cooper out. Jordy's lost a step. Martavis Bryant can't get separation right now. There's going to be a ton of checkdowns and continue to be a ton of checkdowns to Jalen Richard, and his volume is going to be key for production. Uh, and then really quickly, my last one at the running back position is Wendell Smallwood, currently owned in 43% of ESPN leagues. Wendell had a bad game this week, but it was a tough matchup against a good Carolina defense. Um, but don't let that stop you from taking a look at him. Uh, he currently, or sorry, he gets Jacksonville this week, who's played horrible over the last two weeks. Uh, especially against the run. Smallwood has out-snapped and out-touched Corey Clement over the last two weeks, who has pretty much reduced, who has been pretty much reduced to a, a, a touchdown-dependent running back at this point. Smallwood's more involved in the pass as well. And so specifically in PPR leagues, it is Wendell Smallwood. Even in standard leagues, I would still give the edge to Smallwood. And Clement is owned in 75% of ESPN leagues. Smallwood is there at 43%. All right, so now we're going to move on to the wide receivers. Now, uh, I actually, Justin, I actually went back and did a little research on this, on, on how long I've been saying to pick up Chris Godwin. I didn't say it in week five because he was on bye. And it wasn't until week six that I actually started writing the wide receiver and tight end, so we actually split it up so you weren't doing all of it. Yeah. However, I had been telling people to draft Chris Godwin since the beginning, since draft season. Basically, telling people to pick him up. So since August. So since August. I'm not even going to go into the fact that he is still owned in only 46% of leagues. If you have not been paying attention, go back and read my previous articles because they're still relevant on the waiver wire. No, all the same reasons. All the same reasons. Pick up Chris Godwin for crying out loud. Moving on. You need your, is he your number one receiver grab? He's my number one wide receiver waiver pick. Again. And he's already had his bye, so you don't have to worry about that again. Yes. Moving on. Number two. <laughs> Danny Amendola. Um, Feisty today. Yes. Now, here's, here's the thing about Danny Amendola. The only reason I am telling you to go after Danny Amendola is because if you listened again, to the beginning, when we went all through those news and notes, how many wide receivers are injured for the Dolphins? At least two. All of them? The only other one. Parker's still injured or has an injured designation. <laughs> yeah, Parker still has an injury designation. And he hasn't even been, you know, he hasn't even been active yet. Besides, his major injury is the fact that his hands are glued together. So, um, so yeah. Hard from Adam Gase. <laughs> he's only 24.4 percent of leagues again i'm not this is this is more of a desperation play if you absolutely need a wide receiver he should get a lot of work uh in this someone game. has to catch the ball especially against houston where they are much better against the run than they are against the pass and so 
uh, I expect Brock Osweiler to try to pass the ball all over the freaking place on his former team. Yeah, uh, Luck threw the ball a ton against the Colts. Or, yeah. sorry, against the, uh, the Texans. Yeah. So, uh, my third wide receiver, this is not necessarily a stretch, but it's kind of a hold and see. It's a bye week only type of thing. Traquan Smith owned in 8.7% of leagues. The reason I'm, picking, uh, I'm telling you to go after him is uh, Ted Ginn has been put on uh, injured reserve. And Traquan Smith actually had, what was it, the three or four catches for 111 yards and a couple of TDs in uh, in those two TDs, two TDs. Uh, a couple weeks ago uh, for Drew Brees when he became the uh, the all time passing yards leader, um, he actually caught the the pass that that did yeah. it. And I think that is the only reason Traquan Smith will ever be famous. <laughs> Possibly, he'll be, baseball, he'll be a baseball stat for the NFL. Um, and so honestly, Traquan Smith, he's going to fill that Ted Green role. What that means though is. You'll need to do a little more research as to who the secondary, you know, secondary he is going up against, and you know who's going to be the kind of the the slot corner, all that kind of stuff, to find out where his best matchups are going to be. He's really going to be a bye week fill in because of the spread the wealth type of offense that the that the New Orleans Saints run. Because he he's not someone that you can depend on every week, but he could he could be a huge uh, a huge bye week fill in for you every once in a while. Yeah, there's also a major cliff from. Kamara, Thomas, and Ingram, and Breeze to anyone else on the roster. Anyone else on the roster. So, so like I said, it's not not the ideal. He, like I said, he's owned an eight point seven percent. Not ideal, but we're getting to the point where a lot of the guys, unless we see an injury happen in the NFL to a major wide receiver, most of these guys are owned in fifty percent of leagues already. That are really going to have those types of weeks. That are really going to you know break out. So. Uh, moving on to the tight ends, Vance McDonald. He is off the bye this week. Um, I want to say who God, who's Pittsburgh playing this week? They are going up again. Playing the Browns. Play, that's right. They're playing the Browns, which I'm so happy that James Conner's back to run against the Browns. Um, so yeah, playing up against the Browns. Uh, you know, they're the Browns it's defense. Not a monsoon this time. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's uh, this could be a good game for Vance McDonald. He is the more productive consistent uh, tight end for the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I believe that it's possible that Jesse James may still have more total points all because of one game. So are you, che- you fact-checking me, Justin? Yes, I am double-checking that stat right now. So, all right. Yeah, if you could check that just to make sure. Uh, he is one point behind. He is one point behind Jesse James. Yeah, he uh, Jesse James has forty eight points. Vance McDonald has forty nine points. Okay, so he has finally passed Jesse James. That's what I meant. Did All I say right. that? I think no. I was- Anyways, um, so yeah, so uh, Vance McDonald again is going to be the more consistent tight end um, in that, and uh, I believe the uh, um, the Browns have struggled a little bit against tight ends. I know that OJ Howard had a semi decent game this last week against them as well. Um, so. Uh, so Vance McDonald is number one. The other one is CJ Uzoma, uh, owning forty point two percent of leagues. Basically, he is now the Tyler Eifert for the Red Rocket. Yeah, use him a him sparingly. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, yeah, I think that I think that 
that uh, Uzoma is going to be a decent player for the rest of the season. Um, it may be a little back and forth depending on on how Andy Dalton's you know feeling you know whether or not he wants to actually show up to a game. As long as they don't have another Sunday night primetime game, it was a mission fun. That's true. As long as that, you know, then he'll be fine. Um, so I think that that he will fill that that Tyler Eifert type of role um, fine for the rest of the year, and so he is definitely a guy to uh, to look at adding if you have if you're in desperate need for a tight end um, coming up this week. So that's all I've got for the tight ends. Uh, Justin, do you have anything else? Well, that kind of wraps it up for me. Um, if, uh, on the off chance, uh, you need another tight end option because one of those two guys is is taken or you need potentially some uh, other options, feel free to hit us up on Facebook at uh, Skull King Fantasy Football uh, on our Facebook group uh, or on Instagram at Skull King Fantasy Football. Just leave a comment or direct message comment in one of the pictures uh, and we'll get to that give you guys some of that personalized uh, advice we want to be the most personalized fantasy football advice uh, in the industry so doing that requires you guys to ask questions so that we can give that personalized advice yeah and and honestly we're i i would have to think that we're we're pretty on top of giving the advice uh especially if you ask some you know if you were to ask some of the people that uh that dm us all the time on instagram um, you know, I've got usually have like eight conversations all on Instagram, all going at the same time. Uh, plus, uh, for those who are on the Sleeper Sleeperbot app, we're answering questions off of there all the time as well. So, hit us up. We want to help. All right. Well, that's all we've got for you tonight. Remember to hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You could possibly win a hundred bucks from us. Uh, this has been the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, my name is Ryan. And I'm Justin. And we'll talk to you guys later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues. number one number two employee leave a message at the hey jamie it's me jamie this is your daily pep talk i know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group mad harmony but you will bounce back i mean you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the name your price tool it should be you giving me the pep talk now get out there hit that high note and take mad harmony all the way to nationals this year sorry this is pitchy progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law